from the top. Hey guys. Oh <laughs> Welcome to our podcast. Welcome to Queers for Fears. This is our podcast, um, which we just spent 20 minutes recording, um, but none <laughs> of it recorded. So we're starting again, but it'll be good. Yeah. So the kind of purpose of our podcast is to assess, analyze, provide commentary on um, queer media, um, the portrayal of queer issues and characters. And for this, I guess, like episode, quotation marks, um, we are going to talk about uh, the Netflix trilogy Fear Street. And this trilogy was based off of the R.L. Stein books, Fear Street, but Netflix definitely took some creative liberties, some adaptations. And Such as making them queer. That's kind of like... <laughs> and not all yeah. white. And not all white. <laughs> not all white. <laughs> I mean, and he great, writes creepy books, so. great creepiness scale. Just where's the diversity? Where's yeah. the flavor? So for our intros, we are going to introduce ourselves and then explain our queer awakening story. Oh, yes, because that is a part of the podcast. We are... Analyzing queer media while we are also all queer women. Yeah. Yay. All right. So, hi. I'm Lakin. L-A-K-I-N, not Lincoln. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) No, everyone gets it wrong. Everyone gets it wrong, Avery. It is okay. She said it right. You didn't have to put my name like that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, starting over. Hi, everyone. I'm Lakin. L-A-K-I-N, Lakin. Thank you. Um, And my queer awakening was on my basketball team in sixth grade. Love those girls. Anyways. <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah. Yes. Um, I'm Kelly. My queer awakening was July 4th before eighth grade. It is also when I started my period, so it was just like three things combined in one. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> what an origin story. Seriously. Okay, I'm Amber, and... You don't get to know anything about me except that I have red hair, and I think that's yeah, I'm a ginger, and that's all you need to know. She's also my roommate. <laughs> yeah, I'm Avery, and my queer awakening story is watching probably, or at least the one I can remember is watching Adventure Time, and just instantly knowing that Princess Bubblegum and Marceline were gay. So, hi, I'm Gracie. My gay awakening was. Angelina Jolie's fish in <laughs> Shark Tale. <laughs> she was a hot piece of fish. That's funny no matter how many times uh, you say yes, it. Yes. <laughs> like, I've heard this story. Like, a number of I genuinely, times. like, felt something in my bones. I was like, whew. Yeah, so that was my gateway. Take those scales off. Oh, oh yeah. Jesus. And that red, that red dress Dude, gets me every Her red lips time. and her red hair. It just looked like you did. <laughs> so we're going to start with a summary of... Each movie, and then we're going to talk about them individually, and then we're going to talk about them as they all connect. So I think yes. Gracie Kay. is going to give us a wonderful summary. Mm. No one interrupt one. me, or else we're going to get off topic. Okay. <laughs> okay, yes, so basically, ma'am. give us the, the name of the movie Fear Street, Part One, 1994. Yeah. <laughs> so when we say present day, that is what yeah, we yeah, are referring Present day to. is like in 1994. So basically, the movie starts off in a shady side mall in October 1994. An employee gets murdered by a serial killer. Oh, oh spoiler shit. alert. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That happened in the first five minutes, so yeah. that's not that big of a spoiler. But going forward, we will be getting into detail. So if you have not seen it and you do not want to yeah. be spoiled, then uh, change Go it to something else. <laughs> it yeah. is uh, available on Netflix because it is a Netflix mm-hmm. original. Um, Just watch if you yeah. watch them and you can't get through the first movie... 
it I gets mean, so much better. It gets, it gets better. Infinitely better the more you go. But I like am, the first movie yeah. is almost like the first twenty minutes of a movie. It's like also, where you have to kind of sit. It's kinda through. like the office where like the first season sucks and then it gets better. Yeah. Yes. Anyways, Gracie. Yeah. Okay. So basically she gets murdered by a skull mask person. And it's later found out that it's her boyfriend. Oh. But she's they're like, he was fine. He was crazy. No, he wasn't crazy. They said he was crazy. Yeah. They were like, oh, he just had they like, he had a mental break and he just decided to go crazy one day, which is a big thing. Um, everyone in Shadyside believes um, Ryan was possessed by the witch Sarah Fear, who was hanged in 1666 for witchcraft. Dina Johnson, our main character lady, she is gay, very gay, and her brother, Josh. They are very different in the fact that he is very much a nerd and she is very much teenage. <laughs> and she's yes. just like, I hate my life, blah, 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 blah. Um, Dina doesn't believe in it, but Josh is like a fear, firm believer in it, um, in Sarah Fear. And they go to school and everyone's like mourning because the girl that got murdered went to their school. And then Maya later Hawk. that day, Maya Hawk. Maya Hawk. Oh, Hawk. Why I did they have to kill Maya my Hawk. love off yeah. so quick? Um, so they go over to their neighboring town, Sunnyvale, to go mourn Heather's death. Um, but then it kind of breaks out into a little fight because Sunnyvale and Shadyside don't like each other. Um, it's like Shadyside is like trash, yeah. all these things. The Sunnyvale is like rich. It's like Riverdale, like the Riverdale yeah. schools, yeah. whatever yeah. it's Southside Surfing South, or whatever yeah, the hell exactly. they're called. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, like outsiders, wrong side of the track. Um, yeah, and, like they show pictures of the houses in Sunnydale, and they literally look like plantation houses. No, for real. Like <laughs> lots of white pillars. Yeah, real. Like, I was gonna say white people. Lots of <laughs> oh, but yeah, that, a lot of white yeah, people lots of too. front porches. Yeah, lots yeah. of porch, um, that's kind of like things. the vibes, yeah. Is Big that driveways. Like, is that yeah. our indication of that's richness? That's some white people so living that's, there. That's, yeah, porches. a lot of uh, rich white have, porches. You have long even driveways. shrubs in your front yard. <laughs> oh, yeah. White people live there. Yeah, like okay. landscaping no budget. No black person yeah. has straight... Oh, I'm getting a call. Kelly is black, by the way. Continue. We're okay. just doing the summary. You're okay. Yeah. yeah. Kelly will be back. Okay, anyways... Dina meets up with her ex-girlfriend, Sam, who just moved from Shadyside to Sunnyvale because she was like, I need a new life, you know, and all these things. And then she, they kind of broke up because Dina didn't want to do long distance, and she was like, you're leaving me, and blah, blah, blah. Um, after the fight at Sunnyvale, they're leaving in a bus. So it's like the football team, band, cheerleaders, all that stuff. Then they're getting chased by Sam and her new boyfriend from Sunnyvale. Don't know his name. Don't really care. He's not important. Um, they're kind of like throwing stuff at them and they're mocking them by wearing skull masks because dun dun dun, Shadyside is the murder capital of the US. And they're like, ha ha ha, you're so poor. You're and have side, murders. And you're <laughs> murdered all the time. Y'all suck. Um, anyways, so they're like, we need to defend Shadyside. So then they think um okay let's decide to throw a cooler well on them. i think the intention was to dump yeah the, the gatorade they, from the cooler. but then they get a little distracted because dina gets a little bit of a bloody nose and then that they is a reoccurring they issue accidentally yeah. dump the whole <laughs> cooler onto their car it. so then they get into a car crash Duh. and then they kind of like f crash into a tree and sam the ex-girlfriend 
um, kind of crawls out of the car discombobulated and falls onto a bed of red moss. That's important. Imagery. Red moss. Red moss is very important. Ew, the ASMR must stop. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then as soon as she touches it with her hand and she's also bleeding, she gets flashes of Sarah fear and then is taken to the hospital. Then the next night, um, Dina, Josh, Kate, and Simon, they see... Kate and Simon are Dina's Yes, besties. they are. Um, they see the skull killer and they're like, what the fuck? And they're like, oh my God, it must be Sam's boyfriend who said he was going to kill us. So they're mad and all these things. Um, and they're like, I'm going to confront Sam. So they go over to the hospital and they're like, Sam, your boyfriend is stalking us. But then the boyfriend comes in and he's like, yo, and then he gets stabbed in the back by the killer and they're freaking out. And then they're like running around trying to escape. Um, then a bunch of nurses get slashed in at the same time. Um, their necks get like, um, so they're, yeah. And so then Dina sees the skull mass killer unmasked and it's Ryan Torres, the guy who died in the mall shooting. He was the killer who got shot by the sheriff, but he's alive. He was brought back by the witch. The witch. The witch of the West. I'm kidding. Um, So basically, they go to the police. They're like, y'all are stupid. Um, So then they kind of go outside. Sheriff Good dismisses that. Yeah, Sheriff Good is like, y'all need to go have a life. Simon is um, taking a piss, and then he sees this really hot lady. And he's like, oh, my God. Yeah. And he's like, hey, are you okay? Um, It's actually Ruby Lane, who is a past um, serial killer who also got murdered. Kind of like a murder-suicide. She kind of killed herself after she murdered a bunch of people. And then Mm -hmm. she tries to attack them. And then they kind of escape. Um, Which, aesthetically, she's probably the coolest. She is. She's like a, a straight blade. Yeah. Um, that she used, which is, and she like she flicks it out and stuff. Yeah, and she, like, like fun and she sings. Like, she she sings. Like, Amy Winehouse. Very, very Amy Winehouse. Yes. Yeah. Very and I think eerie. Maybe that I loved her so much because she is the like only female one. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. She's no, for real. <laughs> yeah. So then, like Josh, kind of like gets a light bulb, and he's like, "Oh my god! All the people chasing us are the past serial killers of Shady Side, and they're all possessed by Sarah Fear. So it's the Camp Nightwing killer of '78." Ruby Lane of 68, the Milkman Killer of 50, Billy Barker of 22, and then other people. Yeah, they're not really that important. Yeah, they're not that important. So then they finally realize, oh my God, they only want Sam to die because she got her bones. No, she got got her bones. (laughs) Yeah, so when they start to kind of put things together, they go back to the site of the crash and they discover... A hand, the yeah. hand of Sarah Fear. That's not. Yeah. I thought it was her bones. Her hand her, oh, is yeah, underneath no. the tree. Oh, Sorry, yes. I'm wrong. The hand mm. is later. That's later. So they find her like bones. They find her bones. Yes, when it. the car crash happened and Sam stumbles out of the car, her she, nose bleeds. Yeah, and she bleeds on. Yeah, she bleeds on the earth, which then is bleeds like on the bones. Her, yeah. Um, and, and Sarah's not yes. too happy about that. And one. she's no. like, she's like, no. why'd you bleed on me? Yeah, she's like, you're mine now. So Sam is like, I'm going to sacrifice myself. Um, the only way that y'all can survive is if I sacrifice myself because whenever they're near the killers, 
if it's anyone but Sam, they just walk right past them. She gives very much final girl energy. Yeah. Yeah. So main character vibes, but the wrong way. <laughs> um, but then they also found Dina and Josh learned that the Camp Nightwing massacre had a survivor, C. Berman. They actually don't get an answer after calling her. Um, Sam discovers that she died, but was brought back to life with CPR. So then they're like, "This is the way." That <laughs> like this if is the this way. is the Sam way, dies if Sam dies, back, then they leave her alone. Yeah, so that's because yeah. she has to die for them to leave them her alone and then but she can be brought back to life so then they're like this is the plan so they're trying to like make sam overdose because the friends are a bunch of druggies um so they're like we're gonna give you a bunch of drugs um and then we're gonna bring you back to life with ep- a bunch of EpiPens, which don't, they administer to the which heart. they administer <laughs> so incorrectly yeah. might i say as a person who has used many EpiPens in her life so she wrong. Have stabbed her. They in the stabbed chest. her in the chest. You're supposed to do it in the thigh, wow. guys. Come on. And like, to what meat are, are sure you going to have? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah it was multiple they, okay. they had like it wasn't six like, of them. Yeah. Anyways, so not very. The overdose me. doesn't work. So Dina is kind of drowning Sam in a lobster tank so she can get her to die and then hopefully bring her back to life. Um, Kate. Unfortunately. Wait, how did we just go from EpiPens and then go back? Oh, sorry. <laughs> so basically, okay, they were in a supermarket. They were in a supermarket and where they're like, um, we're gonna we're gonna lure them all here, or we're not gonna lure, we're hiding, okay? Yeah. And we're gonna try and like lock ourselves in so they can't get in. But obviously, the killers get in at some point. Yeah. But the plan is that um, since uh, the friends, what are they? What are their names? Kate and Simon. Kate and Simon. Kate and Simon. Um, they have this like drug dealing business. They're not really. I don't know if they're druggies. They probably take them too. No, they don't. They don't. Okay, Kate so they doesn't. just have this little business. I think Simon does. But they're very smart. Yeah. And they they're like, you take these so that you don't feel the pain. You mm-hmm. take these so that your organs start shutting down. And these are like <laughs> the the bye bye pills, you know. And yeah. so they she's right before she takes the bye bye pills. The killers are like on their yeah on yeah. their ass. And so the pills get knocked everywhere. They have to run. Yeah. And so she's still where, like, her organs are shutting down. Mm-hmm. But she's not dying. Yeah. But everyone else everyone else around her is because um, yeah. someone want to talk about the little meat grinder situation? Yeah. So basically, like, Kate um, gets, like, because uh, they all cover themselves in blood. So they can kind of, in Sam's blood, to distract the killers because they're, the killers are only attracted to their blood, to Sam's blood. Um, so they covered themselves in blood, and they're like, okay, come get me, and all these things. But then they get caught, and <sighs> Kate gets her head um, kind of shoved through a meat grinder. But it's not, a bread not, slicer. A bread not, slicer. Not shoved. It's, like, it's slowly, slowly, like, inched towards. So you think that she has a chance, but then she dies. It's actually a bread slicer. Yeah, yeah. I thought bread it was. A, I thought it was a meat grinder, too, until yeah. I looked it up. It's a bread slicer. So her head, gone. Um, her head is I mean, like, like her whole body. Yeah. Yeah. Red Simon. Simon, <laughs> Simon gets axed to the head. He's gone. Um, so then this Dina. Is a yeah. Film. Dina, oh, Josh, God. and Sam are the only ones left. Dina is shoving Sam's head in a lobster tank to drown her. Josh is trying not to die. And then Sam finally kind of her heart stops. Um, and so then all the killers kind of disappear. Dina brings Sam back to life with 
CPR and EpiPens. Which yes, administered to the heart. Yeah, yeah, that's what we were talking about. Yeah, earlier. so that's kind of like the end of the movie. They're like, the cops are questioning, they're like, what happened? And they kind of just like, they were drug dealers they, who went a little crazy. It's always those shady yeah, side maniacs. Yeah, it's always the shady side you know? maniacs. I think also the end of the movie included, so we think everything is all jolly and good. Yeah. Um, Dina and Sam go back to Dina's Dean, house. Yeah, and girlfriends. this is where we find out that it is actually not all over and see Berman calls Dina back to tell her, like, oh, your friend died. Well, that doesn't mean it's over. Um, and that is because Sam is actually now possessed by the witch. And so that is how, uh, yeah. well, movie one ends with uh, so Sam being possessed and attacking Foaming Dina. at yeah. the friggin' mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they have to tie her up. And yeah. So now they're like, how do we save Sam? Mm-hmm. How do we end And yes. so we end it kind of at C. Berman's place, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of, or talking I think her. we ended at Dina's house. Dina's yeah. house? Yeah. Sam tied up. Ah, yeah. okay. Yeah. So but having contacted. Stuff Berman. about the first film. Um, I think the overall thoughts from pretty much everyone we've talked to and also all five of us is that first film is the worst. It's really following the first is the worst, second is the best, um, except for it's not. The third one's probably the best. Well, I two like and the third one. one. Two and three are good. But yeah. the first okay. one, there's so much that they're trying to jam pack into one film. And Amber had a really good point earlier when we were not actually recording um, about how... Um, what was it? What were you saying? I was saying that, like, you know, it's kind of the exposition of, like, this whole yeah. series, and they're trying to they're trying to fit so much in. There's a lot of plot they have to fit in, and we're, we're kind of talking about Avery was saying she wished the characters were more developed, and I think that they definitely favored plot and making sure that the plot was laid out for the next two movies instead of mm-hmm. building up the characters. 100%. The characters were very one-dimensional in a lot of ways. You kind of hate all of them. Yeah. Um, Sam is the only one that's, like, somewhat sympathetic. Yeah. And then you like the brother. Oh, and the brother. He's more of, like, the comedic relief, though. But he doesn't have a character arc, does he? Mm, No. no. He's just there for comedic relief. He's just always a G. The closest they they ever get to any sort of character arc is, like, throwing in, like, a a love interest. Yeah. But that was weird because how old is he supposed to be? Kate is, like, a senior or junior? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what the hell? But hey, this is another, this is what I really wanted to talk about, how these movies follow um, the themes throughout horror movies. So it's really paying um, homage to the 90s, 2000s, more modern like slasher films. So it's a lot of gore. It's very fast paced. um, And they don't really focus on character development. Mm -hmm. It's really, that's the thing. And I think that's why none of us really loved it because it's not really our vibe. I think psychology major here. Yeah, two psych majors, a women and gender studies major, and two bio Bio. majors. So we we don't like the inaccuracy of the adrenaline, and we don't like the lack of character development. But I do like the non lack of diversity. (laughs) Oh yes, Yes, that is and gay because. Obviously. That's a part of diversity. I do like the non-lack of gay. (laughs) But I do like that them being gay wasn't, like, a a super big source of conflict. Like, it definitely was... In the first movie? Yeah. It definitely was acknowledged that, like, you know, it's the 90s and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But it was stigmatized, but... Yeah, but I think it was done in a way that was kind of nice that it was just kind of, like, part of who they were. It allowed for a lot more discussion about other things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And I did like, and this is diversity, but I did like how many black people were in the film. Because mm-hmm. back that then, didn't die. That didn't die because yeah, that's Kelly's die. thing about horror movies. Because black people always die. Yeah. So I'm like, but back then there wouldn't be that many black people, like in real life. In the, in the, in the, in the not like they wouldn't be like shown on TV. If this they'd more be like, I mean, it would more be like, look at all these fancy white people, and then the black people are like behind. That's what is interesting about it is because of this like dichotomy or like contrast between Shadyville and uh, or Shady Side Sunnyville. Uh, Sunnyville is definitely um, portraying a more like privileged white, rich, wealthy community, whereas Shady Side has uh, is where a lot of the more diverse members of the cast um, are. Their roles are Shady Side characters, Um, and then eventually when we get to the third movie, 1666, that definitely lack of diversity. But Mm -hmm. we're in 1666 in a Puritan community, so I mean that's kind of self-explanatory. Yeah, Yeah. that was like part of the. Historical context. Yeah, yes. but it was mainly because, um, well, we're not there well, yet. Well, yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll have we'll to, we'll have to we'll keep talking there. first movie. So, so, anything else about the first movie, or can I kind of talk about I think the, so we can move to or, the second one. I mean, or, I think also the lack of parents is a good thing to know. Yeah. 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 It like reminded me of the you know, Peanuts show. Yeah. That's like a kind of... A horror Where movie are the parents? Where are the parents? Yeah. Where are they? Where's that? Yes. Parental influence, and when we do see parents, we see Sam's parents, just who being are homophobic. Very, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, exactly. The adults are very unreliable, which I actually appreciate in any media when this happens because I think it's unrealistic to you know just do adults, yeah, or like have parents be that supportive. Yeah, well, yeah, my parents are. Thanks, guys. Okay, well, but <laughs> my mother is. Yeah, are my parents. But I think <laughs> that. Especially in situations like, like Shady Side, where like they are poor communities and their parents are working, it's more mm. yeah. Well, my question is, do we ever even see Dina and Josh's parents? No. Like, I was no. kind of under the pressure, no. like, do they just not have parents? I know they have um, a dad. They have a dad because yeah. he wrote a note. Yeah, he wrote a note. He wrote a note. <laughs> he said, "Please don't cook." Yeah. <laughs> Dina's very Wait, he did for all. Yeah, that was the at the end of the third. Yeah. Well, so do y'all think it's less of a plot device then and more of a, this is a more marginalized community, and so these are working class parents, and also the town having this curse on it and having a bunch of, I said having like multiple times, <laughs> having killers and everything, maybe they're all alcoholics, I mean, I feel like there was some <laughs> kind of mention, there was some kind of mention of that or hint towards that, especially with C. Berman's character, because she is representative of that adult class yeah. or whatever within shady side. And she's a recluse. She is an alcoholic, or I think it hints to her being one. Yeah, I mean, she had a lot of wine. Yeah, she. It, it kind of, and you can infer. Um, but so. it also yeah. makes but also it feel like she looks like she's yes. um, schizophrenic. I'm not saying that correctly. Schizophrenic. Yeah. Or paranoid. Because, yeah. 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 For I sure. She's paranoid. I think I she's definitely just paranoid. dealing with a lot of like trauma that you get into the second. Yeah. Especially after seeing your. Okay. Anyways. That's for the second, second movie. Okay. Do we have any last thoughts? Um, um, oh, I do think this was interesting that it was a Netflix movie. I think they included a lot of gore that Netflix hasn't done mm-hmm, before. And mm-hmm. I think it yes. was... But I think kind of the 
atmosphere around it felt very like Netflix adjacent. It felt very Riverdale, but I think that changes as you move down, and I think that's really interesting. Whenever it's in the present day, which is the 90s for the movie, that's when it's giving the most Riverdale, which mm-hmm. I guess maybe to a certain extent that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I feel like there's definitely a more serious vibe when we're in the last movie, 1666, and mannerisms, social, cultural norms, very different then. So yeah. maybe that is a part of it, but yeah. still still cringy <laughs> in the present day. But I think it's a little self-aware. Like, it knows. Yeah. And they so. do poke fun at a lot of things, too, especially mm-hmm. in the second movie, which we're about to yeah. talk about. Um, because it is set in 78, I believe. Yes. Um, but it has a lot of the... 70s, 80s horror film vibes, um, like yeah. summer camp, or like ones that are set in that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's got, we're at a summer camp, Camp Nightwing. Yeah. And the reason that we even are talking about, or like seeing all this stuff is because C. Berman, the one that they called for help, was um, at the camp. So we're basically going back into her memory. Um, but real quick, I think, Who's giving the summary? Okay, so Fear Street Part 2, 1978. So this one is, thank you, is again definitely, or I, I found it to be still along the slasher, especially compared to the last one. Broke from the genre a lot. Um, so how we start off, we have, we're in present day, 1994. Dina, Josh, uh, are res- they're restraining Sam, who is possessed, as we talked about, and they go to see Berman's house for help. And it is here that Z, uh, C. Berman begins to reaccount her uh, story and the events that happened at the Camp, camp Nightwing Massacre. Uh, so we're back in 1978. We have two sisters from Shadyside, Ziggy Berman and Cindy Berman. And they're pretty much as polar opposites for sisters as you get. Ziggy's a, the younger one. She is more of the angsty, rebellious, misunderstood teen. Cindy is... Um, I guess, like, what would you say? Like, a, a little goody two-shoes. Um, Ziggy interprets this as Cindy being ashamed of being from Shadyside and trying to be someone she's not. Cindy thinks that Ziggy is just mean and doesn't want to be supportive, so we kind of got that conflict. Or So, love love interpersonal, like, themes and conflict, because the first one didn't really have any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, so Cindy has this boyfriend, Tommy Slater. Uh, he is important for later. Um, and so... I think one of the first things that happens in this movie is that Tommy Slater and Cindy, they are cleaning the mess hall. They're out of camp. Um, And Nurse Lane, who is the mother of Ruby Lane, which is one of the killers we mentioned earlier, she ends up attacking Tommy, uh, but she's later arrested by the police. And they're wondering, you know, why is she trying to kill him? And so we also figure that out later. Um, But so we do find out that Nurse Lane believed that her daughter, Ruby Lane, had been possessed by Sarah Fear. And so it was not actually her daughter that willingly uh, became a murderer, essentially. So um, after that, so I guess something to note overall is that at the camp, we kind of have this... um, conflict between the shady side campers and the Sunnyvale campers as one can imagine they just have tension uh and they got beef they have mega beef 
Um, <laughs> um, and so Cindy, uh, like I kind of had explained, was this goody two shoes trying to get out of shady, shady side. So it's kind of like Sam. I know mm -hmm. I never really thought of this until the before. Parallel. There is a parallel between them. She's trying to find her way out. She thinks that she, if she works hard, that she can get out of shady side. Um, and so what ends up happening, Cindy and an old friend that is also a shady sider named Alice, um, and Tommy and Alice's boyfriend, uh, so that group of four, they end up, wh why were they going to the cave? Oh, they find Nurse Lane has this notebook, and in the notebook is this map, and she's labeled, like, the witch's house. And so mm -hmm. Alice is kind of just messing around. They think they're high off Tylenol for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> um, or acetaminophen. Yeah. <laughs> and so they start um, heading towards this house, and he's being a little bit of a... Um, has a stick up her ass like guys we can't do this it's, it's against the witch's house and like the kids guys <laughs> it's against the rules we need to be back at camp she's got um, tissues yeah. yeah basically she's doing her thing and so when they make it to the cave that's when shit starts to get real um within the cave it when i say cave it was like sectioned off from the witch's house or whatever yeah. it was just by it um anyway so they go into this cave they end up long story short they end up finding this room that's like super creepy and there's this big rock and as uh cindy and alice are in this room together they're looking at the rock and it has names of all of the serial killers that have killed in shady in shady side mm -hmm. and so this is indicating oh my gosh wait is the curse real and then they see at the bottom is thomas what's his last Slater. name Slater. Um, Cindy's boyfriend. Which, like, how can you have a last name Slater and not be a killer? Yeah. To be honest. Exactly. That's pretty... Either you're a killer or you're a rock star. <laughs> the sad thing is he was actually really nice. He was. I, he was. He, he, nice. he didn't really he have was. any... I mean, I feel like he was a little aggressive with Cindy. Like, Cindy didn't want to really engage in sexual things. I feel like he kind of pushed her a little bit. But it is That's the 70s. Just, yeah. And it is a teen relationship. So. Kelly said, wait a second. <laughs> yes. So um, while all of that is going on, let's go back to what Cindy's sister, Ziggy, is doing. So Ziggy is very misunderstood, as I said, and she is bullied by a lot of the sunny villers. Sunny villers, yeah. Um, and so Ziggy, blah, 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 gets bullied. All this stuff happens. She's threatened to get kicked out of camp. She ends up trying to get, quote, unquote, her revenge. Um, and this, what is the goods first name good's first nick, name is nick? nick 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 good he is a uh shady or bleh, sunny viller but he's got a thing for ziggy mm -hmm. which is like kind of unheard of um but power it's like, dynamic because he's yeah he's a counselor yeah he's a counselor yes so. counselors cannot like he's a first camper. year counselor she's a last year camper exactly power dynamic it's crazy you know, that means it's weird he's so, also like it's a little from, funky yeah, it is. His dad is the sheriff too, right? Yeah. Or he like had passed away, I believe. He just he just yeah. died. The, his dad just died. So yeah. He's kind of like he's feeling a little a little sad. lonely. He's like fe he's feeling the shady side. He's like <laughs> who's he's this like, mysterious actually girl? Bad happened to me. Like I guess I can relate to shady side now. Yeah. So he's essentially, like, and I can't be with the bad girl. Like he's like in his emo era. It's he okay. is. He's in his emo era. But I like like the clothes that he's emo wearing. Girl. <laughs> oh my god. Love. So Nick like, and Ziggy end up pranking this girl that was bullying Ziggy named Sheila. She not just bullying like she was harassing yeah, her. Yeah, she I kind of burned her. Yeah, I did skip over it, but yeah, they literally burned her and we're calling her a witch. And, and we're going to hang her from the witch's tree. Yes, it was this whole thing. It's just yeah. 
And so they end up locking Sheila in this outhouse with a bu- bunch of bugs. So it's just, it's a it's a harmless prank, um, but it will get worse. <laughs> um, her being locked in there is going to be a problem. Um, so anyways, so while that is all going on at camp, back in the little cave situation, so we have Alice and Cindy like, what is this? Yeah. But anyways, so they Alice is like, oh my gosh, Tommy's name is on that. He's going to be a killer. Cindy's still not believing it. Which is actually what um, Nurse Lane had said. She was yes. like, you're going to die tonight anyways. And they were like, what is she talking about? Yes, so that that is exactly brings us back to that about why Nurse Lane attacked him because mm-hmm. she's trying to save all these kids, basically. Yeah. I think I mean, she was the hero of this story. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. Stan Nurse Lane. Poor thing. Mm-hmm. So um, they end up. Alice and Cindy find out that this is legit when they crawl back up out of like this little cave. And what do you know? Tommy is now possessed by the witch and has ca- decapitated Alice's boyfriend Gary. Oh, no, not Gary. Not no. Gary. No, Gary's the other guy. No, Gary is the other guy. Gary's the <gasps> other counselor. Gary has what is Alice's Brown boyfriend? I don't know. It's not Gary, <laughs> Alice's boyfriend um, starts with an A. I don't remember. I don't know. Alex? That <laughs> no. It's okay. Not well, Alice's boyfriend is irrelevant, so that's why no, I don't remember his name. Like He's dead hair. now, so. Who is? Like, he was only alive for, He's like, 20 minutes. He had longer brown curly hair. Oh, yeah. I love the... Okay, so. Runaways. <laughs> Love Joan Jett. So, oh, his name was Arnie. I found his Arnie. name. Arnie. Oh, Aww, I'm, so, I'm so sorry, Arnie, that I forgot your Rest name. Rest in peace, Arnie. Rest in peace. So while or he's... So <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Why, why Tommy has is killing Arnie, the girls escape. They go deeper into the cave because they can't get out. Um, and so while that is going on... Oh, wait. Also, I forgot to mention that Ziggy and... Nick, like uh, we kind of hinted that they were interested. They have like, don't they have like some kind of romantic moment? The yeah, they or it's, maybe that's later. But um, get a little smooch. Yeah, you know, they have the you know, they have a little, they have a they little romantic moment. They share their moment. traumas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they kept, they keep like cutting to these long dialogues of just yes. sharing their backstory. They're, it's quite intense. Mm-hmm. See, they get character development. They and, do. like backstory, and you care yeah. a lot more about these characters for some reason yeah. than, than in the, the first movie. movie. Yeah. They're yeah. more um, likable. They have more depth, yeah. too. It reminds yeah. me of Camp Kikiwaka. Mm. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know oh, what you're talking about. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, I I'm, a, I'm a Disney kid. <laughs> yeah, but it is giving... it, And also, like, um, Parent Trap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That. Parent Trap. Yeah. And I mean, even just, like, Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th, yeah. Friday and that's 13th. really what it's nodding at. And, um, so you know, Alice and Arnie, they are seen as, like, you know, the druggies that are, like, banging in the in the cabins and everything while the kids are playing. <laughs> and it's just very reminiscent. Isn't that what happens? That's okay, very, Friday, the Friday the 13th. If you yeah. have sex, you die. That is the thing. Yes. So that's where we see more of, like, the 80s, like, yeah. vibe shining through. And even, like, in Scream when they talk about just, like, yes. they have to have an unnecessary sex scene. Oh. Like, they have... Uh-huh. Just random, unnecessary sex scenes, mm-hmm. very explicit, yeah. with characters you don't care about. There, there yeah. is definitely, yeah, like the, midway through, yeah. towards the end. But I don't the even good remember their names. No. Counselor and the one that was like, we got this. Oh, yeah. the one that was like high off the marijuana. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So, but um, so definitely nods at kind of just horror movie tropes in general. Like, yeah. 
Cindy and Alice around this time, they're in the cave, have, don't know where to go. It's very confusing. It's giving labyrinth. Um, I love labyrinth. <laughs> that is going circles and in circles. But they have a diary or the little notebook from Nurse Lane, and it has a map of the cave. Well, they figure out it's a map. Mm-hmm. Um, and so while they're like kind of using the map to navigate it, they come across, and we can stop for a moment and talk about this, a pile of organs, essentially. Yeah. That is related to the curse, and it's really disgusting. I said it was giving Stranger Things. Okay. It, it looked was. like a flesh mound. Yeah. It looked like the, the like demo organs. Yeah. And like when it was very mound. slimy. Yeah. With flies. Flies, With flies. kind of are flies. Flies are a motif so during this whole thing. They the follow the, um, the killers. So when they are first resurrected in the first movie, yeah. um, there's just flies, and you can hear this like buzzing. So that definitely, like, hints at something's about to happen. Like, shit's about to go down. Yeah. Which I always appreciate, especially in horror movies. I love the the building of suspense, mm-hmm. especially if you don't realize it's happening, you know? Because, yeah. like, you don't realize the flies are a thing until the second movie, really. Mm-hmm. For and sure. You, like, you really get a hold of it in the third movie because they're... Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, we'll yeah. get there, too. It's funny that we're talking about because does go down like immediately after yeah. seeing these flies because Alice I, I forgot why but she I guess she, she like just touches the, it yeah because she's rebellious and punk she you know and gotta she, bring can't, her no, she touches to the flesh mound <laughs> she's like oh wow it, yeah. it, it called yeah. to her she yeah. actually she she's was like, like um it like put her in a trance uh, and it was like Alice, Alice. <laughs> it was Miss Fear it was Miss Sarah yeah, and um. so when when you touch this heart thing or really uh, anything associated with, like, I guess, Seraphir or the curse or anything. You get you, a little flashy. Yeah, you have all these flashbacks of all the past killers and their victims. You see mm-hmm. them being killed over and over again in your head. It's yep. terrifying. So Alice starts running away like a crazy person in... Jesus Christ, she breaks her leg and it was it's so, so gross. Graphic. And the bone, the bone just pops like, out of her leg. It was yeah. so cool. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Which is so hard to do, but yeah. I mean, I guess she was she real. She just felt like she really hard. Really against. upset. Yeah. yeah. Biology majors, whenever Cindy like just pops Alice's uh, leg bone back in, yeah, but is that, that takes for real? a lot of force, is the yeah, thing. Cindy's not that strong. And it depends <laughs> on like if you are able to push the other bone back enough to where this will pop in because the ligaments are going to be pulling your foot like towards the front of your leg. Oh my god. And that's it's not really that important. That one's not as much of an issue with accuracy. As I, the hands you can't, it's like later, yeah. Yeah, because people do that and they'll splint it and everything. So that's not really I that I would believe that. Especially if Cindy has a lot of adrenaline going, you can get a lot of strength from that. So. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and like the way she's kind of, the way she's hobbling, is that pretty realistic? Oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> like, I would be hobbling worse. I'd I don't be, know like, if she could, crawling. again, yeah. the adrenaline, like yeah. um, her being able to even move is yeah, kind th- of. Yeah, that, that's what surprised me. I thought she would be immobile. I thought she was going to have to sit there and Cindy was going to have to go and leave for help, but she ended up but I mean, following Cindy. But I mean, when Cindy. you see someone axe murder your boyfriend, Facts. and then you see a bunch of people get murdered in your brain... Um, I think I would be running for my freaking life, move. too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I like I would, that we're really intense about this. Like, this accuracy. accuracy yes. When we're talking about, like, a paranormal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, literally. If you want me to rate it 10 out of 10, it needs to have good accuracy. Yeah. Like That's when it fair. comes to the things that could be accurate. Yeah. Oh, and we'll yeah. get to Ziggy getting stabbed a bunch of times and then just CPR saves her life. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but see, here's the argument about that. We talked about this literally yesterday. So if you are going to choose what weapon to get, like, 
killed with, God. you're like the most likely thing for you to survive is probably a knife wound. Yeah. Okay. Because one, if you keep the knife in you, Nothing then you're nothing's gonna happen. It will hold everything in place. You're barely gonna bleed. Okay. Immediately when you take that out, a lot of is gonna go down. But if you take it out at a hospital, you will probably survive. Mm-hmm. Um, so whatever is punctured, it's gonna be a very clean cut. Of, that's much easier to put back together to like than like an axe than an axe. I mean, axes. Oh, depending on how sharp it is, maybe. Yeah, that would be good. But like bullets, you're having to dig in there. It tears through. It doesn't yeah, just bullets slice. aren't sharp. No, and like like with arrows, it's you're gonna have to like pull it out again. It's not. It's, it's not as simple. No, it's well, not yeah. as clean as a knife. So her surviving the knife wounds is not unheard of at all. Um, there was no way Cindy was surviving. Oh, though. yeah. You know, and I don't know about... I get, actually, we can talk about that later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we got a little ahead of We'll get there, but yes, we're still but yes. in the accuracy part of this. So after, or while Cindy and Alice are in the cave on top, Tommy has made his way out and is just... So the campers are in the middle of playing this game. It's like... Capture the flag. Yeah, it's kind of like Capture the Flag. They're really intense about um, it. Sunny Villers yeah. are a little... Basically, they they're just win. bullying Shadyside. Yeah. Shadyside is like, yay, let's have fun. And Sunny Villers are like, let's kill We're going to kill you. <laughs> yeah, pretty Sorry, much. I forgot I can't And know. so while that is going on, Tommy is literally um, killing Shadysiders. Uh-huh. Um, only Shadysiders. Let's, we have, yes. That's an important fact that only Shadysiders get killed. Yes. I felt so bad with that little chunky kid Aww. was like, Tommy, is that you? And yeah. then, and I was like, yeah. and then his glasses are just laying yeah. in the puddles. That was so actually sad. so sad. I don't think he's mentioned in this Wikipedia summary. He deserves a, he deserves justice. a, that was a and justice for Gary too. Yes. Okay, wait, I'm sorry. I keep saying that. Which one was Gary? <laughs> Gary had a longer, one that was like, brown, curly hair. Nick was like, I'm going to go find him. And um, Gary Nick was counts. like, are you he's, sure? He's like, Nick's bro. friend's Nick's friend, um, who was also the counselor. Oh, okay. I looked got, up a picture. I who, see. Who gets murdered by Tommy in the bathroom. Yeah. Oh, that was scary. Or for me. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so. and meanwhile, <laughs> Miss Ma'am is still locked in the bathroom. From <laughs> Sheila. Yeah. And nobody Sheila. remembers that she's in there. Ziggy remembers that she's in there, and so she, like, tries to go get her. She's like, oh. Which, yeah, she's like, I hate you, but not that much. Um, <laughs> not enough to like let you don't you die deserve death, even though you were gonna literally hang me. No, yeah. literally. So I would have yeah. just left her in there, honestly, if it was me. <laughs> I wouldn't have gone up. Th- I wouldn't have remembered. I have the worst memory of anything. Yeah, he knew. <laughs> Terrible. So the camp counselors are like rounding all the kids up, and they're like, everybody get to the mess hall now, or you're going to die. And so they're all in the mess hall, and that's as uh, Lakin was saying. That's when Ziggy's like. <laughs> I locked Sheila in the outhouse. So Ziggy goes back to get Sheila out. She just like hits Ziggy. But I mean, at the Which same time. she doesn't time, know what's going on. Yeah, she did lock her in there with bugs. So yeah, they were they like were, on like, her. Oh, spiders. Oh, it was disgusting. Tarantulas. But yes. then, so yeah, she outhouse. goes in there. Uh, Gary also ends up there. And this is where we're getting to with Gary, where he, uh, Tommy shows up and just decimates yeah decapitates him like it's just like it's a clean cut actually. it's such a clean head. cut it's so sad and then his bo- oh yeah wait 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 i'm getting ahead of myself so um the outhouse actually one of the toilets you lift open the toilet look down the toilet oh alice and cindy are in the toilet yeah so the caves but, 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 but what's the all camp, over right? what's all over this toilet all moss. over the outhouse is this red red moss red hmm. where did you see red moss before definitely not at the site of the car accident right. where we found sarah fear and not know. by the hanging tree no absolutely no 
Not so at all. yeah, they're in the toilet, um, and Cindy's like, "Help, get us out of here!" Um, and Ziggy's like, "Oh, we're kind of busy, like almost getting murdered by Tommy." Um, Gary's body falls down the toilet. <laughs> that was and into the cave. awful. And onto Alice, I guess. <laughs> onto, onto Alice. 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 <laughs> like Alice is kind of unlikable, but she doesn't deserve. All I that. loved Alice. Alice was <laughs> crawling out, and this body just goes. <laughs> On her broken leg, just yeah. like insult to injury. She's Absolutely. like, oh no. So after that, Ziggy is running for her life. Uh, she meets up with Nick, and they are hiding in the mess hall. I think Nick. No, uh, they were hiding in the um, her, like. Uh, oh wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aquarium science room. Science. It was a science room. Yeah. There was yes. a lot of animals. Yes. Reptiles specifically. They are hiding in there. I think Nick gets injured at some point, just like a Nick in the leg, because he's a he's a sunny bailer. No, Nothing... he gets axed in the leg. He gets axed in the leg. Yeah, but it's not even that bad because he's, but he's literally like walking later. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't just, love that. Yeah. It was just like, what happened to your to your axe wound? It like, makes sense though. Yeah. He, he, well, it yeah. Just... Let's think. What happened to his axe wound? Save that bit for later. <laughs> what, yeah. What? He doesn't ever have problems. Later on, no, no. I mean, we see Nick again in the like he was in the first movie. What was Nick's last name? Good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Keep that a fun last good. name. Keep oh. that in mind. Guys. Yeah, he's the cop that blew off our protagonist in yeah. the first movie. Sheriff Good. Sheriff yeah. Good. But we don't know that. So while all that is happening, basically everyone else is evacuating on a bus, and it's mostly uh sunny uh sunny bailers. Yeah, there's Ziggy, some, there's Ziggy some almost makes it on, but yes. not quite. Yeah. Um, and so Cindy and Alice have to find another way to get out of the cave because, for obvious reasons. Um, they also, I believe, like, got a few great hits on Tommy. Thought yes. he was dead. Yes. Bum, bum, bum. He's not. Yes. It's very Halloween. Very. Cindy finds... Very much like the first movie where we thought that Mr. Skull Mask was dead. Not the case. Nope. They reanimate. They're basically freaking zombies. Yeah. So, yeah, Cindy ends up finding a way up, and it's, I believe they're in the mess hall at this point. Or yeah. they're, like, in the pantry. But she's yes. kicking at this She's kicking crate. this grate. Yeah, this grate um, that runs. It's I think it's the AC. Or maybe yes. it just leads underneath. I'm not really sure, but um, it's important. That's how she escapes. She kicks up through to come help Ziggy. And she can hear Ziggy and Tommy. And, yeah. I mean, you can see the struggle on her face. Ziggy's it was actually pretty done good for so and then Alice crawls out too, and it's just like, oh my gosh, guys! I found the witch's hand, and there's this whole. Did we explain the witch's hand thing? Like, why they want this hand? Someone want to oh, explain they, that? Oh, they think the that rhyme. if you re, yeah, there's a rhyme where like if you reunite, reunite the hand and the bones of the witch, I you can had break a dream the curse. That I was in Fear Street. I just remembered. Yeah. I was <laughs> I was reconnecting the hand to her body. Really. Wait, were you you were you trying to be Alice? Or no, I was going to be Dina. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. It gets to you. But, oh yeah, the <laughs> nursery. This one, how the oh. hand is unrealistic. Oh, go ahead. No, we didn't. No, talk the about hand. That. They take the hand out. It's a whole hand, like bones, but they're all connected. It's been four hundred. It's been four hundred years. There's no connective tissue left. It's not a pile of bones. It's somehow just a whole like skeleton hand put and together. And like the dirt in between and the finger bones. There's yeah. no bones that are lost. Not a one. It's all completely yeah. there. So, major accuracy points are lost, and that bothered me. Yeah, it looked like a skeleton hand that you could find at, like, Spirit Halloween. Literally. Like, they could have done a little better with that. Yeah. Like, clearly these movies had a budget, but they didn't put it into that hand. There were specific things that they were like, "Mm, we don't need to. How much do you think that red moss cost? (laughs) At least, like, a thousand. (laughs) Literally. 
So oh Alice ends up like retrieving the hand. I believe it's her who gets it, and yeah. it's because she realizes they're looking through the little notebook, um, and down there just like being stuck basically because they're like yeah. messed what up. What else are you gonna do? Yeah, um, she realizes that this big stone. Oh my gosh, that is Satan's stone. And according to the rhyme, um, the witch or the whole legend is that she cut off her hand and put it on this stone, made a deal with the devil so that she could curse the town. And so she starts digging by the stone, I believe, and that's when she gets the hand. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, okay, all we need to do is reunite this hand with the body and everyone should stop trying to kill us. Yeah, it does not work out. Um, so they end up going to the hanging tree, which is also where um, Ziggy got burned by that It almost hanged. Sheila. Bitch, Sheila. Ah! Yeah. Sheila. It's actually sad. I named my car Sheila, so I don't appreciate this slander of this of name. Sheila. Well, sorry. take good a better name, name, really. No, yeah. that's a good car It name. is a good car it, name. I mean... Props to you. What's everyone's car's names? Christopher. Frankie. I haven't named mine. <gasps> Nothing is stuck. Yours is Mine's Blueberry. <laughs> Blueberry. Blueberry. Are they them? They, they them. Yeah. Love. Christopher has any pronouns. Mine's actually, them. like, I named it after Psych. Yeah. Aww. If anyone's seen Psych, I love it. Um, Gus, his car is called a blueberry. Gus and Sean. Love them. Continue. Anyways. So they get to the tree, and they're digging it up so they can reunite it with the body, and guess, or I guess maybe before that happens, I believe Ziggy's gets a nosebleed so like we said it's a reoccurring thing mm-hmm. and she bleeds on the hand and she sees all those visions and everything and it triggers the curse so now multiple shady side killers are resurrected like the yep. first movie so now it's not just Tommy it's we got Ruby Lane in the house we got all of these and so I believe Tommy around this time reanimates and kills Cindy or no 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 no, 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 no sorry I meant Alice, Alice yeah yeah reanimates and kills Alice and then Cindy like doesn't Cindy like decapitate him or something? I don't know. She, she does something. She puts him down she, again. Yeah, she puts him yeah. down. Um, yeah. Ziggy had um, a burlap sack that she almost suffocated him with. Unfortunately, um, it did not work. But it just, it just made him creepier. A, yeah, yeah, he just made a cute little mask. So then we, we see kind of the origin story of one of the killers we yeah. saw in the first movie. Exactly. So you have this big moment of, oh, that's who that is. Yeah. Like, yes. Because you can't see their face in the first movie because it's of the burlap kind of sack. Yeah. Yeah. So and we're like, okay, that's how he got that creepy yeah. nose job. So the, that's the, the cool aspect of the are trilogies. are really tying together at yeah. this point. Yeah. You're seeing some parallels. You're seeing absolutely parallels between characters kind of between even like shots like mm-hmm. framing and then plot devices like that really in the third one is where it, it comes really together in a crazy yeah. way yeah so um i believe the next step for them was with the book still they're going off of this book that was um with nurse lane they are like okay so if we reunite the hand and the bones we're good we're gucci no more killing no more dying so they're like underneath the hanging tree. That's where she's supposed to be buried, right? So they're going there. Do you got it from there? Yes. So they dig um, under the tree with all these killers in pursuit. Um, and all they find is a rock uh, that says the witch forever lives carved into it. Which spelled with a Y, by the way. It is. Oh. I don't know why. The that's witchy. Important. Like, what do you mean spelled with a Y? No, like w- w- I, Y Whitech. instead of I. Oh, okay. I mean, it was it was sixteen sixty six when it was ri- written, so. So like die and beach. Anyways, yeah, <laughs> I don't beach. really know why, but. So yeah, while that's happening, um, Cindy realizes that the killers are after Ziggy, sorry, specifically <laughs> because she's the one that had blood on it, and so, um, 
Cindy tries. He's going to sacrifice himself. Yes. So I. Yeah. So they're holding hands, and there's like this very dramatic moment where Cindy lets go of her hand, and she's like, "Run, Ziggy!" and like sacrifices herself. Um, and so yeah, the two are murdered. Um, and here's where this is what we were talking about. She survived. Ziggy survived getting stabbed so many times. I think it was like more than twenty. No, I not Ziggy. I think Ziggy got stabbed maybe ten. And then Cindy yeah, yeah. got axed by her boyfriend, so Tommy. Over and, o- right and it was to right sternum. through the sternum. I mean, you could hear the bones and the ribs break. Ugh. Yet she's still it alive. It over and over and over. I mean, that was there had to be some direct hits to the heart. You would die. Like, if you, you're watching Criminal Minds, literally. they'd be like, this is a crime of passion. Like, yeah. they know they they know the victim because really they wouldn't because have put he that. Did. Yeah, he did. it was literally his girlfriend. Yeah. But, um... He yeah, there's no way you survived like, that. Like, how was she able to reach out her hand? That I was just, definitely just cinematic. Yeah. yeah, I mean, she does ultimately die. I think I made it sound like she didn't. Um, no, she definitely did. It's yeah, just she she's like alive for longer than you would expect. But the reason that it was a little bit confusing, like who's gonna live or die, is because who's telling the story? You thought it was C- Cindy the whole time. Yeah, C- but it Berman. wasn't. It wasn't. It was Ziggy. Ziggy's real name is Christine. Yes, yeah. exactly. And the reason why. She adopts that later is because... Mm-hmm. Adopts C. Berman? Ad, ad, adopts, yeah. Goes by C. I don't actually remember. I know. I know. You know? <laughs> Go ahead, I, I, I It's like a quiz, me, yeah. Me, me. So basically, when um, Nick comes up to Ziggy Saves when she's her, yeah. dying, and she, he kind of like brings her back to life, and then so everything happens, and then they're in the ambulance all the way going back um, to like rescue them, and then... The sheriff asks Nick, he's like, what happened? And then he's like, I don't know. Some just Tommy another just went crazy. Shady side. And then he was crazy. like, who was that? And he, he was like, oh, that's Christine. And he, like, named her. Like, he kind of, like, renamed her Christine. Kind of. I don't know. Well, Christine why. is her legal name is yeah. what I yeah. assumed. But that's never what she went by. And yeah. I think oh, okay. that's how they say that she escaped yeah. being like followed by the killers and everything. Yeah. Because one, she died. And two, and she did was that like for a very specific reason. Named a different person. Yeah. yeah. W- remember Nick's kind of like a weird character we're thinking about here that we see in the third yeah, movie. Yeah, we're like, why about. are you so He was like very touchy with her. And I just said that's just another thing. I'm he, not gonna let you die. Yeah, he's like, I'm, yeah. I've let too many people die today. I'm not gonna let you die. And she's like, it's not your fault. And he's like, um, yeah. And he's like, was. you know, I don't know. Do you know how I feel when I want when people are telling me to be like this, but I really don't want to be like this. Yeah, that's and we're too. like, what are you talking about? Yeah, he says some but cryptic bum, bum, things. Bum, we find out in the third movie, cliffhanger. He might be the bad guy. Yeah. Oh, Question I don't know. mark. We don't know. Nick, good. Yes. Is Nick good? Evil? His, his last good name is good? Is evil? I mean, yeah, we really had a clue there. So the We really think he had something to do with it, but we really don't know what it is. Yeah. The very last scene, we're back in the present. Dina and Josh are like, oh, you're Chris, you're Ziggy? Um, and then they ask her, okay, well, where did y'all put the hand? Where did y'all think the witch's body was? And they're like, it was the hanging tree, and the hanging tree is now inside the mall, which I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and so they go the to the mall, mall right in front of where um, Maya Hawk was killed. Yeah, yeah. In the, the first movie. Beginning of the first movie. They so get, it kind of ties back. They get the hand, and Dina takes it back to the crash, uh, the, uh, the site of the crash, um, where the body is, and she reunites it. And 
Dina's nose starts bleeding because, of course, that always happens. Um, and then she finds herself back in 1666, and she is in the body of Seraphir. Um, and she's like so washing yeah. her hands with this knife. Do y'all think that we should record part three and go over all of it next week? This has been a long time. That is pretty long. We're going to leave them on a cliffhanger? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, sorry guys, but I mean, like, we got left on a cliffhanger. It is like a long, I mean, that's what, six hours of content? Yeah. 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 Should have been a TV show. Next time we could. Could have been that, a good TV show. Yeah. See, and we could talk about think, that next time. Yeah, I think next time we talk about the third movie, talk about how they all connect and kind yeah, of have some final thoughts lot. on the series as a whole. Because mm-hmm. I feel like to analyze them just as movies is a disjustice. Like yeah. You have yeah. to look yeah. at the bigger picture. I you can really, really analyze each five minutes. What you could do if you're listening to this right now when it's released before we record the third is go watch them. Go ahead and write down your thoughts and compare. That'd be really cool. Yeah. And we are warning you, you're not going to like the first one that yeah. much. Like, just yeah. a warning. It's yeah. just, it's I didn't want to continue watching it. I had, yeah, I made them continue We decided watching. doing this. I'd watched the first two, but I'd never seen the third. I'd kind of given up on it. You and the third it. is essential to it's tie it all really together. Yes. It's the best. So when we, okay, let's rate our thoughts as we went along. What was the first movie to y'all? Like, what was the rating? Five out of ten for me. Four and a half. I'll go like five, yeah. I would say three or four out of ten. I really didn't like it. I was at a five, probably. I was watching, the first time I watched it was with my sister, though. And she was really passionate about it, so I was like, I like it. It really helped watching it with somebody else, Mm -hmm. because we could pause it at any time and be like, okay. Or snacks. What was that? Yeah, Yeah, snacks. 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 That's why I much prefer watching movies at home than in a movie theater, Mm because I'm like. I just need snacks into the movie that, yeah. but, but this is a good one to watch with so people because there's yeah. a lot of theorizing to yes, do. Yes, so it's nice too. to have like, someone to bounce ideas off mm-hmm. of and like, yeah we definitely paused a lot when we watched the third one also, and yeah, was like, I feel like it'd be bad in a the movie theater because like, I'm like I want to go back like wait yeah. yeah. because there's so many small details that mm-hmm. I'm sure as you watch it more details. you would notice again. yeah and I would definitely watch it again Yeah, all three of them together so wait after the second movie what was the rating like seven out of ten. Seven, eight. Like six, seven. Yeah. Six out of ten for yeah, me. Six, probably. Okay. Yeah. I will say I just this is not really my genre. So yeah. I think that's part of my bias. I do love horror movies. Um, I hate horror movies. I don't love paranormal ones. I'm more yeah. of like, but this had yeah. it was killers, you know, and that's more like I don't I don't love serial killer like I love serial killer. like. Me too. IRL kind of things like I don't like. Oh yeah, of course. They're like Jeffrey Dahmer was so hot. No, but like, like he was okay. a terrible Fictional. person. All right, no need to come in after me. Um, yeah, but in a fictional setting, yes, that's what I prefer. I'm actually the opposite. Where I like paranormal horror. I'm yeah. not so like these first two are very gory slasher. Uh-huh. Um, I'm paranormal. I like a good psychological thriller. So the third thriller. one was more your vibe. Yeah, so I think that's why I like the third one so much, even though if we're looking at it maybe more analytically, perhaps the second one is the best. But that's something we can talk about next time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I am definitely on the same board as Avery. Yeah. I like, but I do like the more, sorry, my phone is going off. Um, <laughs> I do like goriness. I'm a little bit weird like that, but I hate jump scares and I hate horror. So. There were so many jump scares. I love a jump scare. And I, I like literally held my or Lakin's squishmallow. Yeah, it's great. It's a frog. If no, you couldn't it was a unicorn. Oh, that's true. You were at my house house. Yeah. 
Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, Avery's computer was just pictures of the actor who played Gary. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know who he was. <laughs> it was really funny. That's cute. Gary. I love that. He had curly hair. I yeah. like people named Gary. Yeah. <laughs> okay. On I that note, how do we want to wrap this hair. up? Well, One more thing. We did not talk about the hippie shady side girl. I really... She's the one that had sex and then got killed. Yeah. yeah. But her vibe was so great. And she was. was like, but Loki, why was she putting up with that <laughs> when she slept with him? And he's like, You can't tell anyone about this. She's like, I know. But she's like, shady siders do it better, the, right? The witch. Yes! <laughs> the witch girl. Or no, she was hippie. Yeah. Yeah, hippie. Mind. I lied. Yeah. Sorry. And whenever she gets up there before the whole capture the flag thing or whatever, and yeah. she's like, Shady Siders, let's, let's do our best. <laughs> it was very yeah. cringy. But it also, again, it was kind of like an 80s vibe with that. You yeah. Know? I mean, to me, like the stoner culture, she, I mean, that's what the 70s stoner culture was. Yeah, like, 80s, I think 70s. it was, I feel like it was well portrayed with her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's a little ditzy, but, you know, it's okay. good intentions. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So, are we? Yeah. Yes, we are How do we want to sign off? off? <laughs> goodbye. Um, goodbye. Stay tuned for uh, the second episode and yeah. perhaps future ones. Thank we'll you for yeah. listening. Yes, we have been Queers for Fears. Um, also, if you've never listened to um, Tears for Fears, highly suggest. I'm sure you've heard some of those. Everybody wants to rule the world. Shout. We love. Yeah. We just can't play them because we don't want to get copyrighted. We don't want to get copyrighted. Anyways, goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.